This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening. We start the 7 o'clock show tonight with a problem this station has been covering going on half a century. How to make San Francisco's troubled tenderloin safer again. In January of 2022, the controversial Tenderloin Center opened at UN Plaza. It was supposed to link users with treatment programs. City staffers were able to reverse hundreds of overdoses, but almost no one went on to treatment programs. The center shut down that December. And this past May, Governor Gavin Newsom dispatched CHP officers to the neighborhood streets. His office says they seized more than 40 pounds of fentanyl between May and December. The city has also been working on something they call a Tenderloin Community Action Plan, a collaboration between city agencies, businesses, and community groups. Jose Martinez checks in on how that's going so far. All eyes are definitely on the Tenderloin as the city gives us an update on the Tenderloin Community Action Plan. And of course, business owners and residents are closely following the city's efforts to enhance their quality of life. It's an experience shared by many in the Tenderloin. Seen a lady digging through the trash and um, her appearance. And I thought, what if that was my daughter? Douglas Lou is a native of the district and continues to raise his twin daughters in the place he calls home. And it broke my heart because that's someone's child. And then I started understanding the cause to find a way to heal people. So he decided to take action by joining the Night Navigator program run by Code Tenderloin one of the organizations benefiting from the Tenderloin Community Action Plan, a $4 million plan created to improve living conditions in the neighborhood. Into 2024, we're going to see a lot of these initiatives that have been you know, developing in 2023, specifically around youth uh, uh, support for small businesses. Mayor London Bridge spokesperson Noel Sanchez tells me that six months into the plan, at least 19 of 21 projects are in place, like the Night Navigator program, the Golden Gate Greenway project, as well as youth services, and at least $380,000 to support small businesses, including new storefront grants and business training, in addition to an increased law enforcement presence to disrupt open-air drug markets. But is it working? Jesus Cahuel, who owns Los Yucatecos restaurants, says he's seen a change. The drug sales, consumers and homeless have decreased. You can appreciate the change. He also says he likes the idea of the city improving other aspects beyond security, and René Colorado, director of the Tenderloin Merchants Association, agrees. We want to keep the pressure on the city um, to continue services here because I truly believe we're headed in the right direction. We just, we, we got to keep going. Noel from the mayor's office says this is just the beginning of this new phase and a new update will be presented in a few months. By then, Douglas expects fewer people digging into the trash and doing drugs on the streets. As a father, I treat everybody as if they were my children because my children will be their neighbors. My children will be living in this community. And what kind of community do I want for my children? What kind of community do I want for my family? What kind of future would I like for the community? And ultimately, they all agree on one thing. They want these projects to stay in place while the city keeps fighting against the drug epidemic. 
Mayor London Breed insists the city needs more cops to clean up the drug markets. She says SFPD's current academy has the most recruits it's had since before the pandemic. 19 candidates started today. Another 41 will graduate in the next few months. Meantime, the mayor is pushing a couple of ballot measures related to drugs and crime. Prop E would loosen some restrictions on police in the city, like allowing officers to use drones and giving them more leeway to initiate pursuits. Prop F would require some people who get general assistance benefits to be drug tested. Both measures are on the March primary ballot. To Santa Clara County now, a former sheriff's deputy has been convicted for faking that he was shot during a drive-by. Prosecutors say 30-year-old Sukdeep Gill was on patrol in Morgan Hill back in 2020 when he hit an emergency button on his radio saying, Shots fired. So that's what the call sounded like. Gill initially told investigators someone pulled up and shot at him, striking his body camera. Gill has since pleaded guilty and been sentenced to community service restitution and has to surrender his peace officer certification. The third suspect charged in the death of Oakland police officer Tuan Lay made his first court appearance today. Marquise Cooper is facing 16 felonies, including first-degree murder and two counts of second-degree burglary. Cooper is expected back on court in court on Thursday. Officer Lay was killed last month while responding to a burglary at a cannabis business. He was working undercover when he was shot as the suspects tried to get away. Taking a live look outside right now, the roads are definitely wet as we're nearing the end of what has been a very sloppy evening commute. But things aren't exactly improving. It's been coming down pretty steadily here in San Francisco all evening. We want to get to First Alert meteorologist Darren Peck, who's tracking this system for us. Hey, Darren. Sarah, perspective is everything we will talk about tonight's rain, but the first thing I want you to see is what's coming after this. Look at the comparison the National Weather Service put out. You can see two forecast images. The details might be tough, but there's a key right here. This is the Tuesday rain. That is the rain coming for Friday into Sunday. And even if you can't read the specific numbers at home, you can see the difference. Where you get into shades of red over there in the North Bay from Friday into Sunday, we could see two to three inches of rain. Bottom line is there's a much bigger series of systems coming our way for Friday into Sunday. But let's deal with the one at hand for right now. Now that we've kind of jumped ahead, and you can see what the, what the main headline is going to be. We've still got rain to get through tonight, and we've been tracking this in detail for about the last two hours. And this is really like the heart of, of this system, coming right into the bay right now. Look at the line. Perfectly oriented here so that you kind of get these trailing waves that go on again, off again. And it's almost like it's stationary right now, coming in right over the city, the peninsula. Right now, you've got one of those waves moving over Redwood City, San Mateo, over towards Hayward, over towards the East Bay Hills, and then back towards the 680 corridor and the Tri-Valley. This is going to go for the next few hours tonight. We'll walk through tonight in detail. I'll show you when the showers come to an end. And then we're going to move on, and we'll try and get as specific as we can in timing out the heavier rain for Friday through Sunday. I'll see you in a bit, Sarah. Back to you. All right, Darren, thank you so much. The weather is causing some headaches for air travelers across the bay as airlines have been canceling and delaying flights in mass. According to FlightAware, flights at SFO are seeing the most impact with 226 delays and 55 canceled flights. Oakland Airport has 47 delays and 12 cancellations. San Jose Mineta has 44 delays and 19 cancellations so far. We now know the identity of a woman killed in a plane crash off the San Mateo County coast. 27-year-old Elma Wilmer Shiles was killed when the plane went down on Sunday. The FAA is reporting that a second person also died in the crash. We have also learned 
Two other people were on board that plane when it went down. What happened to them, though, is still unclear. Investigators are also still trying to figure out what brought the plane down in the first place. They were flying in a home-built plane similar to this one. It's called the Cozy MK4. The company in Southern California sells the parts for the plane, which customers can then put together themselves.